1: Patients. At Orthopedic One, we know we're only at our best when we're helping you get better. And every day, your commitment to overcoming pain and injury inspires and moves us. That's why we bring our best every day to earn your trust. Find a physician near you at Orthopedic One.com.
2: This episode of Headlock Talk is brought to you by. Austin based company Naturally Hims and their new line of CBD gummies. These gummies are made with 100% baked in pharmaceutical grade non isolate based CBD.
0: Yes. Progress Wrestling. Jim Smallman's Top 10 Matches. Numbers 5 through 1 on this week's bonus episode of Headlock Talk. Bonus. <laughs> Welcome back to yet another
2: bonus
0: bonus episode of Headlock Talk. Oh snap. Oh snap indeed. I'm of course the Texas Gentleman Tanner Pruitt. And as always, right across from me here, the one and the only Mr. Stephen Groody.
2: B-b- bonus,
0: bonus episode. Yeah, yeah. Fun times, great memories. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, great matches, great matches yeah. for sure. Um, as we noted on last week's bonus episode of Headlock Talk, if you haven't gotten a chance to check it out, check it out. Definitely recommend it. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Uh, we discussed Jim Smallman, uh, founder, uh, forefather, uh, part owner of Progress Wrestling. Is he still part owner? I mean, probably. Uh, I'm just curious. Anyways, yeah, maybe he's not. I don't know. I don't know. I don't research this show. (laughs) That's asking way too much of me. (laughs) No. Yes. Uh, Jim Smallman, founder of Progress Wrestling. Um, uh, he has recently uh, stepped away from Progress. Unfortunately, Uh, however, uh, before he left, he shared with us his top ten matches. Posted a YouTube. video of his top 10 favorite progress matches in, in his time in the company. And uh, last week, we reviewed numbers 10 through numbers 6. Yes, yes, indeed. They were some pretty good matches here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty good matches, yeah. for sure. We had uh, we had British Strong Style, uh, you know, Tyler Bate, Pete Dunn, Trent Seven versus Bandito, Ray Horace, and Flamita. Uh, during their uh, progress tour in Seattle, mm-hmm. uh, we had Zack Saber Jr. versus Tommaso Champa at, oh. at uh, Chapter Nineteen, so Night good. Two. Very good stuff there. Um, I, I I still contend that maybe their their second meeting uh, at Chapter Twenty Four may have been slightly better, but mm-hmm. that's just that's just my personal taste. Yeah. Um, Matt Riddle versus Jeff Cobb, oh, chapter forty nine, night two. Uh, yes, uh, heck of a good match. Oh yeah, very very good match.
2: One might say a perfect
0: match. Hmm. 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 Mm. Mm. Interesting. Um, yeah, that was uh, that was number eight. Number seven was Prince Devitt, aka um, Finn Balor. Yeah, that guy. You probably have you heard of Finn Balor? Yeah, Brings a bell. Yeah, but like a really like tiny bell. Like I've heard some vague references about Mm -hmm. the guy, but I mean, I don't know. Yeah, something Uh, about a demon. I I don't really get it to be honest. (laughs) He took on Zack Saber Jr. uh, at uh, Chapter Thirteen, and then number six on the list was Walter versus Tyler Bate at. Chapter 76, uh, so you can hear our review of those matches on uh, last week's bonus episode. But for this week, we've got the the heavy, heavy hitters here, mm-hmm. numbers five through number one. So, Stephen, before we dive deeply into these matches here specifically, what was your overall sentiment of the list leading up to the matches that we saw today?
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I pretty much agreed with, with Jim Smallman uh, for the most part. There, there were a few matches that probably wouldn't be in my top ten necessarily, but mm. um, I, I can definitely see the reasoning you know, on why it was put on the list, for sure. Mm. Um, these, however, uh, these are some of the best progress matches, like honestly, uh, this 5-1 uh, that we'll be talking about today. So, going into 5-1, I was like, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm going to see a bunch of good matches that I may or may not agree with being on the on the top 10, mm. but it's still going to be a good match either way. Mm. Uh, but I got a bunch of great matches that I pretty much agree with. Yeah. So I, I would agree. Um,
0: overall, yeah. yes, I, I, I do see uh, the sentiment that you raised here about um, how there could be possibly some matches that I would maybe trade out for others. I think that might just come down to personal taste.
2: Well, yeah, I I think a lot of it comes down to personal taste. And I think a lot of it also comes down to, um, you know, Jim Smallman being so involved in this promotion. Mm. Uh, Certain matches could be like a really big turning point for the company. Mm. Maybe not so much like the greatest match of all time, but a very important match in the history of progress. So I can see, I can definitely see the merit of all these matches being uh, on this list. Mm. Just. Just know it might not be your personal top ten, but it definitely makes sense that these are Jim Smallman's. Yes,
0: mm-hmm. I could
2: I could definitely agree. Uh,
0: so let's not waste any further time here, Stephen. Yes. Uh, n- number five takes place, uh, just as number ten did, during Progress's uh, North American tour. Uh, this one is in New York City, and it involves... Uh, Actually, um, even more ironically, some tag team wrestling, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, CCK, uh, the Calamari Catch Kings, Chris Brooks, and his alternate original tag team partner, uh, Jonathan Gresham, who we've talked Uh, extemporaneously about uh, forever and ever and ever. Um, Gresham's dope. Gresham's (laughs) really dope. Uh, He subbed in for uh, Chris Brooks' regular tag team partner, Kid Lycos, who was injured um, at the time, but uh, again, Brooks and Gresham are the original CCK, so they defended the tag team championships here uh, against uh, LAX Slash. slash proud and powerful slash pound man. Yeah. yeah. Those guys. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm
2: just, I'm just relating for the listeners on, on, yeah. on who it is.
0: Santana and Ortiz. Yes. yes. Yeah. Uh, those guys. Um, what's interesting is that these are two tag teams that are really and truly during this time here at the peak of their powers on the independent scene, I would say. Mm-hmm. And, um, They're very similar in that they have very good tandem tag team offense. Yes. And this match certainly exemplified that. (laughs) Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah, for sure. My favorite thing about this match is obviously CCK. They're technical masters, you know. Uh Um, And what I liked was that LAX... They were like trying their hand in that as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, we saw a lot more technical stuff from them than you normally would uh, going up against you know another tag team that maybe isn't as technical. Mm. Uh, so you, you saw LAX like attempt to to uh, you know kind of use CCK style against them. Mm. Um, it, it was really nice to see that, just because in in AEW you just see a lot of. Like they really play up the heel aspect, and, and there's nothing mm. wrong with that necessarily. But in this match, you see a side of LAX or Santana Ortiz that you don't normally see uh, mm. if you were to watch them on AEW Dynamite. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, this match was absolutely pure work rate. Yeah, like to the max. Mm-hmm. Um, it's 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 a very interesting, very interesting match, and and I think both teams. Uh, came away with huge respect for each other, um, uh, with, I mean, <laughs> just the, the f- pure amount of drama built throughout the match, the, the tag team offense, the tandem offense, is, is really, really just off the charts here, you guys. This, this actually, um, and this might be a hot take um, but I would put this match actually in probably my top three favorite tag team matches of all time. Mm. I rate this match very, very highly just because it's it's great storytelling in, in a modern psychology. Um, and I really couldn't ask for much more from either of these teams.
2: Yeah, yeah, I mean, I I completely agree. Um, you know, you you give us a fantastic match with fantastic work rate. Great moves, great chemistry throughout everybody. Throw in LAX showing me some things that I don't normally get to see from them. Mm-hmm. Gresham and Brooks just looking as good as they always do. I mm-hmm. mean, like you said, I, I can't really ask for more with this match. Yeah, it, it's it's very, very good. Yeah, it's it's probably um, as as near
0: perfect as as a tag team match can get. Mm-hmm. Uh, so with that said, uh, I gave this an A plus plus. Ooh. A plus plus. The is, first A plus uh, plus of the entire list. Yeah, this is uh this is certainly um one of my favorite progress matches of all time, and certainly one of my favorite tag team matches of all
2: time. Oh snap! Well, I certainly don't disagree with you. Uh, I gave the match an A plus. Um, mm-hmm. Hey, I mean, look, I mean, we're we're not gonna argue plus versus it's, it's, plus plus. It's, you know, splitting hairs. Yeah, yeah. It, it's a fantastic, fantastic match. Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, yeah. It, it's it's just. You know, it's it's like oh, you want perfect or off the charts? Like it's, it's yeah, you're <laughs> right. splitting hairs. It's it's a great match, regardless. Mm-hmm. If you can, if you subscribe to the progress against demand dash progress uh, for the nine ninety nine a month, this is certainly a match that you have to check out because it's just absolute insanity. Um, it's it's well, this match here
2: is well worth the ten dollars that you would pay that first day. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean mm-hmm. honestly, if you if you're like on the fence about progress mm-hmm. and you're like, "Ah, maybe, but maybe not." Just bite the bullet, do it and watch all of these matches cuz th- yeah. this really gives you a a really bite-sized taste of what progress is all about mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm.
0: yeah no i mean that would be a perfect somebody's perfect introduction to progress is watching these matches even if you went back to the bonus episode watch those ma- uh the bonus episode of last week rather mm-hmm. and watch those matches and you come back watch these matches that's your perfect introduction. You can start from, then at that point, you can start from chapter one onwards. You could start from the, as Steven put it, you can start at the, the strong, the super strong style tournament match, uh, mm-hmm. tournament shows. You can start there. You could watch the recent stuff. It's whatever. You know, they have what, a lot. A, a lot of content. There's a lot of content. Mm-hmm. Um, So, yeah, um, that was match number five. Match number four, speaking of a lot of content, this is probably one of the crown jewels in Progress's, uh, um, uh, I guess, total amount of content that they have, really. Um, We have Jimmy Havoc taking on Will Ospreay at Chapter 20. Jimmy Havoc was um, Progress Champion for almost two years. Yeah, it uh, was six hundred and nine days, I believe. Yeah, six hundred and nine days. They were making note that he was he held the title longer than um, all of the other title reigns combined. Right. Um, between even even in tag team wrestling and in singles competition. Um, so that's an amazing feat there for Jimmy Havoc and really, his feud with challenger will Osprey is what progress wrestling is was built on mm-hmm. um, the sheer emotion, the insane levels of violence that Jimmy uh, displayed <laughs> uh, is is quite insane um, and and will Osprey he is quite young here in this match like very yeah. young
2: well it, it's weird too because like the last time I saw Osprey probably about a month ago or so, uh, maybe two months ago. Uh, he, was, he was in New Japan, and he was jacked as hell. Jacked. jacked as all hell. And so really taking a step back in the time machine and, and seeing a, a young Osprey... Like wholeheartedly in the junior heavyweight mm. division mm-hmm. is uh it, it was a little jarring. Not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. Not gonna lie. Yeah.
0: Um. The, this match here in particular is number four on the list. I guess because of it being a, a huge moment in, in Progress's history and the culmination of a lot of different things. Uh, Jimmy Havoc obviously his he had a huge reign of terror over Progress uh, at this time. Uh, he wanted a uh, no disqualification match with Will Osprey after um, Osprey had won the first ever Super Strong Style tournament, uh, and uh, that 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 was Jimmy Havoc's demands. He wanted to just uh, uh, obliterate Osprey, right? Um, and um, Jim Smallman he he wanted to make sure that he had uh, some people on hand if the match got messy. So he he put uh, he had the the London riots. Uh, which is a tag team in progress, uh, it was a tag team in progress. They they were out, uh, kind of like outside enforcers of the match to, right. to an extent because uh, he had a feeling, I guess, that Jimmy Havoc would pull some shenanigans. He, mm-hmm. he had Paul Robinson. He had another guy who I don't remember his name, but you were calling him the Beefcake. Beefcake, yeah. Beefcake. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. We'll, we'll call him Beefcake. Um, I mean, as far as I'm
2: concerned, that's his name. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> that's fine. Unless you give me a better one that I like more, but <laughs> beefcake's pretty good. Beefcake. <laughs> um,
0: so uh, this match here, uh, yes,
2: very violent. It, <laughs> that's an understatement. Yeah, uh, there. This is uh, a very brutal match. Yeah, very brutal. Yeah. Now there, there's not like. It's hard to look at a match like this and then a match like uh, Moxley Omega mm-hmm. and, and say that both matches are brutal, just because the Moxley Omega it was, it was a much longer match, uh, mm-hmm. also. So take that into account. Um, but there's more going on, you know. There's like there's like the broken glass, there there's like the the barbed wire, the chairs, the the sledgehammers, kendo sticks, like all all this sorts of stuff. Mm. Uh, in this match, there's tables. There's tacks and chairs. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a kendo stick at one one small point. Um, but for for a no DQ match, um, the weapons are, are kind of limited, mm-hmm. but the weapons that they do use, they use them in a very brutally effective way, mm-hmm. uh, which, which I think puts this match uh, kind of in terms of just the deathmatch style probably puts it over that uh Kenny Moxley match just in terms of like straight brutality mm. um I don't want to go into too many specifics on it just because a- as a fan of of the deathmatch yeah. uh, what you're waiting for is that big brutal pop you know where where you don't know what they're doing oh and then they do that and how is he still alive that's what you're looking for so I'm not going to spoil any of that for for our listeners um but I will say this Fantastic deathmatch. Yeah, um, there are some select spots that will make you cringe, cringe hard, <laughs> real, real hard. Yeah, but but also there's a there's a really good story going on in the match as well. Yes. Yeah, I'm glad that you brought that up. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: the story here um, really not only is Will Osprey, you know, trying to overcome Jimmy Havoc and break the uh, the title reign here of, of the the reign of terror of Jimmy Havoc, uh, but also um, the, the the story Excuse of the match here is that Osprey had been um, I guess he'd been lacking confidence in his ability to hit his finisher the six thirty, mm-hmm. which I mean if you've seen his matches or um, obviously Ricochet uses the six thirty as well, mm-hmm. um, Will Osprey had had not been able to hit the six thirty. Due to, I guess he he got he got injured attempting it once, and you know it wasn't uh, wasn't good.
2: Yeah, um, basically d- didn't have the the confidence in in mm-hmm. himself to su- to successfully pull mm-hmm. it off. Mm-hmm. So whenever he would go to the top rope, he, you know he,
0: he'd kind of like, eh, I don't know. yeah, like tease a little bit. You know. Yeah, he'd he'd really play it up. It was very very well done. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just an example of Will Osprey. Um, I guess, his, his growing genius even at that time of building up tension in the crowd and the psychology of the match. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, there, there's mm-hmm. also a, another story... Go, going on at the same time too, where uh, you know throughout this whole thing, Jimmy Havoc and Jim Smallman, they they've had this, this yeah. kind of feud going on as well. Yes, where J- Jimmy Havoc he's like, this is my progress, and Jim Smallman's like, uh, fuck no, the, yeah, like yeah. this is my company, like I own this place. Yeah, like yeah. like I'm I sign your paycheck, like yeah. <laughs> like I own this. Uh, and there's the this really cool dichotomy between the two of them where uh where Jimmy Havoc like uh, does a really bad ref bump. Uh, -hmm. and and the rest kind of out of the match and and it forces Jim Smallman to come into the match Mm -hmm. and, and, uh, and and do like the pinfalls and and everything like that. And, uh, man, just, he does that ref bump. Jim Smallman's forced to come in. Jimmy Havoc immediately flips him off. Like it's so good. Again, it's, it's a very good modern take of the old,
0: of an old school kind of, death match yeah yeah. right Mm -hmm. um yeah this is a a very very good match um i i did give it uh i let me see here what did I give it i gave i gave it an a minus um yeah still very very good i I personally um would prefer uh their match from chapter 75 Mm. which is actually a two out of three falls death match between the two of these guys Um, which goes nearly an hour. They pretty much kill each other. Um, But, I mean, that's just my personal preference. This match here is very, very good and has all the same kind of dynamics that you would want between these two. Mm -hmm. Um, This is a very good story between Will Ospreay and Jimmy Havoc and certainly one worth
2: checking out. They also give you a very good video package before the match also. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I was sitting right at an A, for this match, uh, but then the uh, j- just the stories uh, that were being told in the match and and the way that it was told in the match uh, bumped it up to the A plus for me. Hmm. Just really really solid match. I really enjoyed it. Well, good. I'm I'm glad you like it. Uh, I I really like it
0: too. It's it's still very much worth watching. Oh yeah, yeah. Um. Number three on our list. This is an interesting one because when I first saw the YouTube video uh, that Jim Smallman and Progress put out uh, for this list here, when it got to number three, uh, you know, I was like, okay, top three. These are going to be some some heavy hitters. And I was kind of like thinking, okay, what could it be? What could it be? What right. could it be? Um, and this one here was really one that I hadn't really thought about Um uh, and, and until we revisited it today, mm-hmm. so this is only my second time viewing this match, and I was pleasantly surprised. Um, this one is from Chapter 31. Um, Marty Scurll actually defends the Progress Wrestling Championship, Progress World Heavyweight Championship, rather, against Chris Hero. Yes, indeed. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, they do give a, a good video package, you know, for the build of the match. Chris Hero feels disrespected by Marty Scurll, um after some comments during uh, the Super Strong Style Tournament that year. Um, you know, Tommy End, a.k.a. Aleister Black, won uh, the Super Strong Style Tournament that year, uh, defeating Chris Hero in the process. And, yeah, uh, Chris Hero just felt disrespected by Marty, that's about, about the the size of it. Yeah. Um, so we really do have hero versus villain
2: yeah. here in this match. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's funny. I never even I never even put that together. Like, huh? yeah. That's well, uh, it's, uh. Man, I'm like disappointed <laughs> in myself that, that I didn't <laughs> that I didn't make that connection. Goodness. Uh, no, but the the match was good. Um, I stopped short of great. Personally, mm-hmm. um, it, it is a good match for sure. Uh, always good to see Marty Scroll like him. Uh, it was cool to see Chris Hero as Chris Hero because uh, I know him as Cassius Ono uh, and I only know him as Cassius Ono. Um, I, I was aware, obviously, that he wrestled as Chris Hero, um, but I, I had never seen a Chris Hero match before. So seeing mm-hmm. him in this aspect, um, I definitely see what got him to NXT. Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, like he, he's great. Yeah, he, Chris Hero is great. He he is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, so seeing him as Chris Hero was great. Uh, and then one one cool thing that I liked was obviously Marty always does like the finger manipulation, right? Mm. Uh, we saw Chris Hero do some of that uh, in, in a little segment of it, and Marty sold it like death, and I loved it. Mm. Like mm-hmm. I, I love when. Wrestlers get their moves used on them, Mm -hmm. and then they sell it like crazy. Oh goodness, they sell it like very excited (laughs) Uh, because it really gives like validity to it. Mm -hmm. You know, like even it hurts that much even for them. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I would agree with that. I I think a lot of the story here is
0: Chris Hero is bringing in really big strikes and and using his obvious size advantage over Marty Skrull here. Uh, whereas Skrull's gonna do everything in his power to retain that title and to, um, uh, really to to just try and come out on top. I mean, he he does go through a series of like real technical kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, when I say that he he's doing everything he can, I mean he's not. It's it's not really dirty in the sense like he's using weapons and he's like hitting Chris, you know, hero, you know, in the junk or whatever. Right. But he's like. You know, he's doing the finger manipulation. He's doing like your classic dirty heel kind of stuff. Right, right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, this was. Um, I, I I think one of the things that you said um, is that the match, the the pacing of it is pretty. I don't want to say is 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 pretty pretty slow. It is it is definitely slower in the beginning, uh, for sure. And it does take him a bit to pick up the pace. But once they do, it, it is um, it is very good. Once they turn it on,
2: yeah, no, I, I would definitely agree with that. Uh, I, I think my main complaint with this match is that um, they stay in the first gear for a little bit too long, and that's not to say that their first gear isn't good because it is. It it, it is still an entertaining match. It's just it it's you got to build, you you got to go somewhere, you know. And it, if you know the the first. Half, three-fourths of the match is first gear, and then immediately in second, immediately in third, and then the match is over. It, it doesn't really come off as well. Mm. So that that's really my main complaint with the match. I, I do think it was very, very good. Um, it, it just it starts slow and stays there for a little too long, and then it picks up really quickly, and then the match ends. I, I, I mean... I can see why you say that, but I felt
0: like they paced the, the the quote unquote gear shifting pretty well. Um, Like, like they, they really started laying into each other and, and, and they were shifting gears after that first initial block where it was like, okay, this is very uh, scientific and, Mm -hmm. and um, um, yeah, it's um, what, what's the best way to put it here? I, I think Chris hero on the independent scene um, at times, this is not always the case, but at times, um, and, and I can think of a couple of occasions in PSG where this is true, at at times he has these very decadent kind of matches where they are, they are, um, long, elaborate, sometimes upwards of 30 minutes or so, and sometimes you can sit there and be like, that's a bit unnecessary. Right, But I don't think that that's necessarily the case with this one. I, f- I personally felt like the pacing was fine all the way throughout it, and then it finished pretty well. Um, but I-, I would agree in-, in that the match does start and, st- and
2: stays, really, at a slow pace. I think uh, part of this might be due to the order that we're watching these matches in, to be honest. Um, That could be true. You know, we we watch this crazy tag match, and then this crazy death match, and then we get this slow burn type match.
0: This very, yeah, scientific heavy slow burner Mm Because uh, then when it when it really picks up, it really does go. It does.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I, I really like the phrase uh, slow burn for these types of matches because mm. it, it doesn't have a negative connotation to it. Mm-hmm. Um, if I say a match is slow, that means mm-hmm. it was too slow and I didn't like it. Mm. it. If I say a match was a slow burn, it was a slower match, but yeah. still did what it needed to. Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely a slower, slow burn type match, but... Um, Hey, if you like that, you're going to love this. Yeah, I, I
0: still think it was high quality storytelling mm. for I sure. I agree. Um, I did end up giving this one an A. B. Plus. Ah, well, mm-hmm. see, there you go. Yep. Um, I would say, <clears throat> um, with, with this being number three, if we're talking about, hey, what would we personally substitute for it here? Uh, there isn't an, actually an excellent, excellent. Um, match at chapter 36 with Marty Skrull. Um, because around this time, as, as I previously noted here, uh, Tommy End had had won Super Strong Style 16, um, and we were seeing the rise of Mark Haskins in progress. And Marty Skrull had really messed with both of them. So chapter 36 comes to a head, um, where it's a really, really big card. You have also Tommaso Ciampa versus Zack Sabre Jr., two out of three falls. You have that match on there, um, which is also off the charts amazing, um, as well as a lot of very other really good matches. But uh, the headliner is Mark Haskins versus Tommy End versus Marty Scurll, triple threat match. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, Haskins and, and Tommy in to kind of have this mutual, like, Hey, we're going to have this match and we have, we have enough respect for each other to know that neither one of us are going to let Marty scroll walk out with the title. Right. Um, which is great. So, you know, I would highly recommend also, if you're new to progress, try and get in, uh, you know, around the second going of, of super strong style uh, 16, Um, And and watch the rise of Mark Haskins. He has some really great matches in those days. Um, And uh, one in particular against Johnny Gargano, who came and and visited Progress and defended the Smash Wrestling uh, Championship uh, against uh, Mark Haskins. That was a really, really good match. Um, But yeah, I I would probably sub in that match for this one here because I thought that was a very, very good match. Right on. Yeah. Yeah. Also bonus here, has a a little uh, surprise return of a certain wrestler in the middle of this match who hadn't been seen for a very long time. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, definitely check that one out. I see. Yes. Um, So that was number three. Moving on now to number two on the list, something a lot more modern from Progress Wrestling here. Uh, this one takes place from chapter ninety-two. This is a number one contenders match t- to uh, to face off with uh Walter. Uh, this one here is Jordan Devlin versus Ilya Dragunov. Uh, and uh, yeah, this match is really good. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, um, both these guys are super w- workers, like very high work rate intensity, just. You know, uh, both guys super over with the progress fans. There's dueling chance all throughout it. There's really no build to this match besides, hey, this is a number one
2: contenders match. But man, with Devlin and Dragonov, do you even need a build? Like I, you don't. Like you clearly, you don't. You really don't. You really don't. No. Um, yeah. For for me, th- this is kind of similar uh, in in my opinion to the uh, Riddle and Cobb match uh, from last week's mm. uh, bonus episode. I, like I don't have much to say. It it was so so good, you know. Yeah. Like it, it's just two guys that are insanely good at their craft, going out there and having an insanely good match. Like honestly, these are the types of matches that like I don't need to talk about. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. There, there's not much to say. Just it's fantastic. They do really speak for themselves. Yes like if you're if you're a fan of uh, Jordan Devlin and Ilya Dragonoff you you know what they're capable of um i mean imagine a match with with the two of them going perfectly as planned and you get this kind of match you know mm mm-hmm. yeah it's is it really is of like an off the charts kind of
0: match yeah um very work rate intensive um just some of the spots and sequences are are out of this world um yeah I, I mean, I'm kind of left speechless. In all honesty, yeah. In the wake of this
2: match, um, the, these I, matches mm. are really hard to talk about, you know, because like we mm. we we really come from a you know obviously we love professional wrestling, but as a as a wrestling podcast, one of the biggest things we're here for is criticism, yeah, you know, and. I I got nothing like this. <laughs> yeah, this is really good. Yeah, you should,
0: like you should definitely check it out. I mean, let, let me put it this way: Jordan Devlin and, and Ilya Dragunov are both NXT UK members, right? Um, but this is them being let off the leash, so to speak, and they just they just have this awesome, awesome, awesome match, mm-hmm. and um, both guys really you're kind of. Um, at this point in progress, you're really kind of pulling for both guys because right. you know at, at this point in, in in time here, you've got um, David Starr who he's getting ready to face Walter for the title. Uh, he had just come off of uh, having a, a feud with Jordan Devlin, and that some of that kind of spilled out into um, uh, Man, super strong style. It's a great series of matches too. Yeah, Yeah. you know, I mean, their feud from OTT spilled over into Super Strong Style Mm -hmm. uh, that year and uh, was just bonkers. Um, That match, uh, in all honesty, deserves an honorable mention. Jordan Devlin versus David Starr in the Super Strong Style 16 finals. Yeah, that that I feel should be on this list. Yeah, yeah. But you also have Ilya Dragunov, who he'd been working his ass off in progress for so long at that point. And he really is somebody who knows Walter really well from WXW in Germany. Um, yeah, it's, uh, you know, it, this is a contrast in styles, but one that is very, very appealing because both men give 110% in this match.
2: Yeah, I mean, there, there's really nothing else I, I can say about it, you know. Yeah, I mean, I
0: I really don't want to spoil too much more uh, for you because I'm just going to say you guys just need to check it out. Mm -hmm. Um, If you're looking for good alternatives to this match here too, um, uh, further recommendations, obviously we talked about Jordan Devlin versus David Starr, Super Strong Style 16 finals uh that one yeah that's an a plus match too mm-hmm. i mean goodness um lots of jordan devlin stuff is i think he also had a really out of this world match with will osprey yes um
2: in in progress and i was like oh my god what wh- uh, what <laughs> yeah i mean we we've talked extensively about jordan devlin he's just he he's so great at what he does and he's so great at bringing out the best in other people too mm-hmm. that that he just has I can't think of anyone who has a better work rate than Jordan Devlin, really. Mm-hmm. Like, unless you want to start talking about like Okada and, and you know Ibushi and Jeez. things like that. But like, like honestly, man, like show me a, a Jordan Devlin match that is anything less than a B plus. You know, like there's show me because I promise you it doesn't exist. Wow.
0: Well, well, you know, you raise uh, you raise uh, some good points here, Stephen. You raise some good points, man. Uh, this is this is true. Hmm. Uh on the Ilya Dragunov side of things here, I got some more recommendations here. Uh chapters ninety-six, ninety-seven, and ninety-nine feature a mini-feud between Ilya Dragunov and rising independent star Kar Noir. Oh,
2: beautiful. Uh, oh, beautiful.
0: This is again a very contrasting uh match of contrasting styles here, but both men. Just bring it, and and the one at chapter ninety nine. Similarly, with the Zack Sabre Jr. and Tommaso Ciampa feud, is a two out of three falls match,
2: and uh, yeah, man, I really need to check out that uh, Car Noir Dragon off feud because I've only oh. I've only seen Car Noir in uh, Riptide. Yeah, and the, and the the one Riptide match with yeah. Pac. Yeah with, yeah, with Pac. Yeah, that that's the only match I've seen from. The, but that match was killer. Yeah, it was
0: really great. So I'll have to show you some stuff later. Yeah, we'll have to check it out. Yeah, it'll be good. Um, but yeah, th- those are very very good matches. But obviously this one here, number two on the list. Hey man, I can respect it. It's yeah. it's a it's a deep cut, but I I respect it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. And that means that there's only one match left here, Uno. One number one on Jim Smallman's top ten progress matches uh, during his time in progress. Um, there was a championship at a certain time uh, called the Atlas Division Championship. This is a, a title that can only be defended uh, uh, involving uh, contestants that are 205 pounds or above. So, big lads wrestling. Yep. Um, big
2: and, meaty men slapping meat. Yes. That's what I want.
0: And that's exactly what this match gave you. Yeah. You got Walter, who is the reigning and defending Atlas Division champion at the time here. Chapter 60, uh, 62. Walter, defending progress Atlas Division champion, versus fellow stablemate for RingConf. Timothy Thatcher. Yeah. Um look. <laughs> this match is violence unhinged. Yeah. This is um this is more of a fight than anything else uh because of just uh, there, there's not weapon use. Look, I mean there's really not.
2: No. But this is unless you count Valter's chops. Yeah, just just like both of their <laughs> fists hitting each other. This yeah. is a
0: very old school kind of match.
2: But, like, the violence
0: level is, like, surprisingly off the charts. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, this is almost as violent as the deathmatch earlier in the card, and they didn't even use a weapon. No. Like, oh, man. I I know I got some flack from you. Uh, last well, episode. Yeah, so you, you for for my take on the Walter you, Tyler bait you you match. You're talking shit about Walter. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, no, but you, you certainly um,
0: you certainly expressed some very valid feelings and concerns about Walter. Mm-hmm. Um, you, I think I think you came to the conclusion here uh, that that we discussed him being a work rate, you know, high work rate. Brock Lesnar is is kind of where where we landed here, Um, at at least on your side of things, Mm -hmm. right? Um, What about
2: this match changed that for you? So I I thought about this a lot while we were watching it, and I I, I enjoyed this match a lot more than the Volter Tyler Bate match. And I I was kind of confused as to why. Um, You know, like it's a very similar match, uh, I I would say. Uh, Volter is in control for a lot of it. Um, Both guys take a lot of abuse, but obviously Timothy Thatcher gets a lot of the abuse. And so I'm thinking, like, this is very similar to the Tyler Bate match. There's nothing uh, so dissimilar that that it would change my opinion so much. What is it? And I I figured it out. Timothy Thatcher can actually challenge Valter. Yes. And I think that's the big thing here. With the Tyler Bate match... The the story was underdog David versus Goliath, yes. and, and it was that the entire time, mm-hmm. and, and it kind of just made it pretty stale because it's just like okay, well, yeah, Tyler Bates tiny and Volter's big. That's the story. It, it's it's a thirty minute
0: I- exhibition of can this uh, you know can this young kid mm-hmm. you know overcome Valter.
2: Right. Uh, contrasting that with this match where <laughs> it's. Two big guys. Two very large grown men. That are very violent. Beating the hell out of each other. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. And I think that's what it is. I think it's that Timothy Thatcher can actually hold his own. Yeah. In a really convincing way versus Valter. He's a very believable opponent
0: for Valter. Yes. And what makes this match even more interesting is, is the story to it where Timothy Thatcher is... He's his. He's Walter's stablemate. He is a a. I don't want to call him a student, but he's he's very close to Walter. He's, you know, he looks up to Walter in a lot of ways. He mm-hmm. trains with him all the time. You know, Rinkoff is is like you know. I mean, it's it's probably closer than undisputed era is in a lot of ways in, in its own sense, Uh m- more strongly knit together. Um mm-hmm which is why when the beginning of the match comes out i'm not gonna i'm not gonna go into so much tour i'm gonna spoil this for you no. I, again this is more i i want to advertise this match to you because this is actually one of my favorite matches uh probably my favorite match in progress his, history as well as one of my favorite matches of all time um truthfully speaking uh Timothy Thatcher comes out you know uh has the Ringkampf music yep yep vulture comes out has the ring comp music, they both do their entrances, uh-huh. they,
2: they do it separately. Um, and then the I, I did like mm-hmm. how uh Timothy Thatcher's uh song, though, because th- it's the same song, but um, Timothy Thatcher's like section of the song was like the section right before Volter's where it's like not quite the climax of the song, right? And the the song just his, keeps playing, his is shorter, yeah. yeah and then Volter comes out and it's like the climax, like epic, like part of the song. I, yes. I thought that was cool, yeah. It was
0: pretty, pretty dope. Um uh, but but an interesting thing happens here in the match where at the very beginning, uh, Walter extends his hand out for a handshake from Thatcher, and Thatcher completely rejects it. And I I don't know if this is a psychological trick that he was playing on Walter, but then like what happens next is twenty minutes of pure hell. Mm-hmm. It is very very good, uh, very violent stuff. But this is this is probably the marquee. Example of what I would show to somebody to be like, hey, this
2: is who Walter and or Timothy Thatcher are. Yeah, and what's funny is that is what happened with me. This yeah. is this is the first Walter match that you showed me. Uh, so so going back to it, I it's it's nice to kind of. Remind myself why Valter is so good. Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. I mean, and well, and that's that's a very good storyline within this podcast. This is True. the very first match I showed you of Volter. It's been a while since then. We've come around. We've seen this match again now. And, and you've come full circle, Steven. Yeah. And my thoughts on
2: Volter When he has a certain opponent. Yes. He puts on absolutely fantastic matches. Mm-hmm. But he has to have that specific opponent. It, it has to be somebody who is believable.
0: Yes. And not to say, look, uh, Tyler Bates' NXT UK match with Volter was off the charts also, in a way, because he came so close to beating Volter. I Walter. think the
2: thing with the Tyler Bates match is that they they didn't want you to believe that he could. Like, like, the story of the match was that there's no way Tyler Bates gonna win. Like that is the story. Yeah. And so it's like when you when you're just giving me a David versus Goliath thing, and that's the only thing you're giving me, that's not a compelling, uh, you know, matchup. That's not a compelling story. Are you
0: talking about the progress one or the WWE one? The the WWE one. Okay. Yeah. But I, I think that that's the better one though, right? Like that's, I, I mean, that one is very very good. Um, just in my personal opinion, right? Like, you know, we can, we can talk about it all, all we want, but that, that, that match went almost an hour and Tyler Bate came so close on so many times. Even, even I was like, look, Vulture just won. There's really no way Tyler Bate would win it. And then like 30 minutes into it, I was like, he might win it. Yeah. You know, they could, they could do this. Yeah. Um, but and, and i think that's the hallmark of a really really great match i will say to your argument though the progress match really wasn't it mm-hmm. that that one is certainly as you put it here the david versus goliath story mm-hmm. and that's really all you kind of get out of that match
2: right right um yeah i i just think that's not a very it's not a very compelling story for for me at least you know like mm-hmm. if you're going to do that style of story there has to be some kind of like the hero's doing this as like you know some kind of uh, revenge or, or mm. something like it can't just be like I'm the little guy and I want to beat the big guy like that that can't be the whole story you know what yeah. I mean yeah, that's fine but, I mean but hey look if you're out there and you kind of dig that thing that's cool too absolutely yeah, yeah like I, I'm not when so, I present things as fact yeah it, it's i'm just speaking like from my brain like the the everything i say on this podcast is an opinion you yeah, know yeah like, yeah yeah obviously i i don't want to say that like my opinion is the only opinion that's valid right it's just that we, we that in, is my opinion we invite all of you
0: to speak from your own
2: brains exactly
0: yeah <laughs> tanner
2: keeping me on my toes always steven's
0: like you're an asshole <laughs>
2: No, but uh, I agree. <laughs> but but seriously, uh, I'm glad you brought that up, Tanner, because yes, even though I'm saying, hey, it can't be this, yeah, maybe that's your thing and that's cool. Yeah. And it just isn't mine. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. It's well, fine. It's, t- it's totally cool.
0: It's, yeah. yeah. all... it's
2: just, it's nothing wrong with it. But uh mm. this was a great match. Yeah, this, this was, a great was match.
0: this was off the charts. Mm-hmm. Uh I gave this also an A plus plus Fantastic, off the charts, incredible! Uh, Again, like the CCK LAX match from New York. If you pay the ten dollars for that month, this match alone would be worth your ten dollars. Yeah, I would agree.
2: I gave this match an A. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. Yeah, I did want to ask you one question. Yeah. Now that we've gone through this whole list, yeah, the entire list. Mm. What is your number one?
0: oh i know you would do that um man it really might be the Volter uh tyler bait match no i'm just kidding
2: um no, so, so i, uh, I Vol- Walter versus timothy thatcher is really up there yeah um i should specify uh mm-hmm. if you would put any of these matches over the number one spot which one would it be sorry if i, I if i had to yeah
0: Probably the LAX CCK match because that one is just it really is modern um, modern tag team wrestling exemplified right? right like it's um I know a lot of people are like oh the Young Bucks they've perfected the tag team match and I mean yeah they they really have um but I think that this match shows alternatives in that kind of that line
2: of thinking yeah yeah, yeah for sure I mean not everyone's number one is going to be the exact same, you know, mm-hmm. and, and I don't think there's necessarily anything wrong with that. Um, mm-hmm. I, I definitely agree with you on, on that tag match. Um, for, for me, if I had to put any of these other matches in, in the number one spot, mm. it, it would either be that tag match, mm. um, or the Jimmy Havoc will Osprey match. Though that one was pretty good too. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, me huge fan of the death match, uh, yeah. especially ones that are done so well like that one. Um, so yeah, I mean out of all of these matches, I would probably say um that one and then the um the Cobb Riddle match mm-hmm. would, would probably be like my two favorites from this. No, yeah, those
0: are good picks. Those are very really good picks. Um I would say as far as like um matches that might be missing here like like honorable mentions or ones that i would like to have seen on the list Uh, again i talked about the mark haskins jimmy gargano match which is amazing uh they actually complement each other really really well Mm -hmm. um i forget which chapter that one is from but it's 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 back there you can look it up um you also have, um, I think we noted uh, the David Starr versus Jordan Devlin match from the Super Strong Style sixteen finals from uh, 20, uh, 2019. nineteen. Nineteen, yeah yeah that that's a great match um, yeah like there's there's a lot of them man um, I talked about you know uh, the uh, uh, Mark Haskins Tommy End and Marty Skrull match that one was also pretty good um, yeah. It's just uh, there's just a lot. There's a lot of good matches in Progress history, and uh, highly recommend everybody really
2: check it out. Yeah, I mean, I I, I agree wholeheartedly. Mm. Progress is uh, in just in terms of like the the independent uh, kind of promotions. Mm. Progress is up there, man. Like they're they're so so good. Yeah, absolutely. I I hundred percent agree. Um. Yeah, and, and awesome of Jim Smallman to to put this list out and, and kind of just uh you know, kind of give us an avenue to mm. you know, take a look back. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah. I like it. Um, well, I, I think that just
0: about does it here for, for this bonus episode, Steven.
2: <laughs> 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 um,
0: but yeah. Um next week's bonus episode we'll actually have the guys from United by Wrestling on the show, uh, where we're actually gonna take a trip to New Japan Pro Wrestling
2: hmm oh snap (laughs) oh snap
0: indeed what will we talk about hmm it'll be something i'm
2: sure it'll be something (laughs)
0: uh so yeah check that out you guys uh i hope you enjoyed this week's bonus episode as well as our uh episode from uh from this past weekend which is a lot of fun we had a lot of hot takes that we had to get through yes a (laughs) lot of hot takes but so, they were good takes. They were. There were some good takes. Mm-hmm. There mm-hmm. were some good takes in there. A lot of barbecue talk. A lot of food talk in general. Yeah, that was our own fault though. Yeah, we got on a we got on a bit of a tangent.
2: Well, we put the we put the brisket gif in there. Yeah, and that and in, that invites you know certain all comments. sorts of, all sorts of madness. Yeah,
0: really and truthfully, um, yeah, like. like- New York. Yeah, I, I I just went on a whole tear about how the state of New York is just terrible. Yep. <laughs> no <I'm> just kidding. <laughs> um sorry, New Yorkers. I I, I I like you guys. You know, you guys are all right. Notice he didn't say I love you. Yeah. I Love you. That didn't sound genuine. <laughs> S- stay away from my brisket. That sounds genuine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah. Um good stuff. Yeah, Fun times. Yes. Great memories. Mm -hmm. We will see you guys again on next week's bonus episode. But in the meantime, hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts, be it iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or uh, Podbean, anywhere else otherwise. That'd be cool. Yeah, we would love that. That would be very cool. And uh, if you want to give Headlock Talk an extra hand here, please hit that five-star review button wherever you listen to those podcasts. That helps us climb up the charts.
2: That would also be very cool
0: we we want to be we want to be the number 1 wrestling podcast you guys. Mm-hmm. I think that would that would make us very proud of our our long work, our hard work that we put in every weekend and uh we we certainly I think above all else really love and enjoy and appreciate each and every one of you who tune into these episodes.
2: You know, we're about 6 months out, yeah, from our 2 year anniversary.
0: Yeah, yeah, we're getting close. We're getting real close. It's kind of crazy. November, man. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, it's it's something. It's yeah. something. Yeah. Survivor series is is kind of our 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 one year. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, it's nuts, man. Um so yeah, the, the this will be year 2, come Survivor Series time. Yeah. Would want nothing more than to be the number 1 wrestling podcast. If we can make it happen, this is true. This is up to you guys, folks. So you gotta you gotta go support Headlock Talk. Yes. If you're a business and you want to support Headlock Talk for whatever reason, because I mean we're kind of crazy, but you a know little. you know I mean I I will gladly plug your underwear, your your, your you know box spring mattresses that you send in a box, uh, your fancy uh, pocket knife set, hmm. uh, yeah. You know, yeah yeah Manscape mm-hmm. calling you out here, buddy. You gotta. I, I, I own your razors. They're great. Harry's. I own your razors. They're great. Oh. There you go. You got a competitor, Manscaped. See? So what one you, of y'all has to go quick. What, what you going to do about yeah, this, guys? We're on. a hot commodity. Yeah. I, I got to shave a lot, you guys. Mm-hmm. The hairy gentleman. <laughs> um, uh, last but not least, you can find us on Twitter, at Headlock Talk. Again, it's at Headlock Talk on Twitter. Uh, just, uh, you know, give us a follow. I'll follow you back. I'll send you a little message. We can talk about whatever you want, barbecue, wrestling, uh, you know, whatever, man. Like, yeah, I'll whatever I, you want. Yeah, I like talking, you know, headlock talking. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, uh, just hit us up there. Oh, uh, we'll, we'll have a good time. Uh, there's also our link tree there, so you can click on the link tree. You can subscribe to Headlock Talk there. Uh, but, yeah, I feel like it's been a good time. We can't wait to, to talk to you guys again. Headlock talk to you guys again. <laughs> That's not a
2: thing. We are not making that a thing. <laughs> no, no, no. Mister Rogers, Rogers-esque ha- like headlock talking. No. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's, uh Let's. We'll, right.
0: we'll, we'll, we'll see you guys later. Uh, we'll, we'll talk to you again next time uh, on our
2: Money in the Bank review. Yes, yes. Thank you guys for listening. We really appreciate it. Yes, absolutely. Thank you guys. Be safe out there and have a wonderful rest of your day. Yes, indeed. Later. Later. Bye-bye.